Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast. Another blast of common sense and rational thinking, all aiming to help you to start, grow, and love your tutoring business the way I love mine. Now, today I want to talk about an idea that I learned back in the 90s, but um, has shown up a couple of times in other people's teachings and seminars and the like, and it's the 70-2010 model. If you haven't come across it before, it's worth it. If you have come across it, but you're not using it, why the bloody hell not? What's wrong with you? It's an old idea and it's still around because it's a good idea. Again, like most things, it's a great template from which to start. You may have to jiggle the numbers a little bit for yourself, but the basically you figure out how much time you have to devote to your work and your business during the week and then split it up into three activities the three activities that would be useful to you preferably diversified activities you have a 70 percent division of time a 20 percent division of time and then 10 percent division of that time that goes across your three activities your 70 percent activity is your core your 20 percent is your secondary activity your 10 percent is your up and coming future thing now as we move through you can see that not only am I dividing my time into 70, 20, 10, I'm going to do it with my energy, my resources and money and such like. You see the available work time, which I call play time, because I don't want to do any work. All I want to do is play and engage in fun activities for which I get well paid. So for me, it's playtime. I look at that and say, well, that's my cake. It's the whole of the cake. Now, my cake happens to be about 70% sponge. It's got jam and buttercream in the middle and icing on the top. The stuff in the middle, the buttercream and the jam, that's my 20% stuff. If there was too much of it, the probably wouldn't be a very nice cake. It'd be a bit sickly. And on top, I've got a little bit of icing. That's my 10% activity. Now, for me, this is how I arrive at the number of how many hours of playtime I've got. This is just my illustration. This is what I do because this is me. Now, I figure out I can't work when I'm asleep. Now, I sleep four and a half hours a day. And I do that seven days a week. So I'm only sleeping 31 and a half hours during the course of the week. For me, that's pretty cool. So... I just parked that 31 and a half hours off somewhere. I can't do anything with it. Now, I also can't work when I'm eating, when I'm training, when I'm reading, when I'm dating or being with my significant other or with my son, maintaining our relationship and the like. Now, I'm going to give that six hours a day. That's a high priority for me. I do that seven days a week, 42 hours a week. So I've got my 42 hours for the eat train, Eating, training, reading, date, and so on, plus the 31 and a half hours for when I'm asleep. So that's 
73 and a half hours a week that I can't be spending doing revenue producing or business-based stuff. They're pretty much non-negotiable. They're the hours when I'm not doing fun things I get paid for, which some people call work. Now I've got to take those 73 and a half hours from the number of hours in a week. That's 168, that's seven times 24. And that leaves me 94 and a half hours for me to play in. That's my playtime. That's what I'm going to get paid for. Now I choose to work seven days a week because what am I going to do if I'm not doing the fun things I get paid for? I'm going to do fun things I don't get paid for. And if I can make the fun things I get paid for more fun than the stuff that I don't get paid for, then working seven days a week is, is pretty much a no-brainer. We're just getting paid to have more and more fun. So let's crack on. 70%, that's your main thing. It's it, For me, that's the spongy part of the cake. It's the bulk of, of the cake in terms of volume. This is my main thing, and I think it's really important that we, we're going to keep the main thing the main thing. I'm going to stick to my knitting. I'm trying not to get distracted by bright, shiny objects and the latest big thing. Because this 70% is my foundation activity. And it's the great basis on which to build everything else. Now, for me, that foundational activity is guitar teaching. Everything about guitar teaching is my 70% stuff. Now, that could be the face-to-face -face teaching. When that comes back on, it depends. I don't yet know how many of my students will resume face-to-face. -face. Many of them seem to be very happy online, at home. Parents not running backwards and forwards, not having to drive 60 miles to get here. Online stuff, that's all part of the teaching equation. So is writing material up, putting together the marketing, doing the accounts, creating products going forward customer acquisition and retention, lesson planning, all the elements that go towards having a successful teaching business. Now, my aim over time is to automate as much of this as I can. As a, as a tutor, that means creating more and more products, courses, books, learning aids, gadgets, and putting in place business systems and maybe staff who can take over some of that stuff for me. Over time, I'll add more and more of these passive income streams to the teaching business. And as they grow, then it will allow me to take time away from teaching to bring up future 20 and 10% activities. That's the long game. As things become more automated, more systematized, you can spend less time in them and you can spend more time developing new things coming through to add to it. So as your passive income goes up, your time locked active income production can go down by an equal amount. That's got to make sense, providing you want to do less face-to-face -face teaching, less online teaching. If you love it, keep doing it. The passive stuff then is just an additional benefit that you can use elsewhere. Now, 
I'm going to limit that to 70% for a damn good reason. And if the last few months have shown us anything, is that it's very risky to have only one revenue stream. You absolutely must add at least one more revenue stream, preferably two, preferably automated and preferably passive. I'm going to focus mostly on my main thing, but I will add additional things to it. Now, 70% 70 70 of my playtime is 66 and a half hours a week, because I want to do it every day, remember. Here's how I got to that number. I already figured out that 100% of my playtime is 94 and a half hours. I'm multiplying that by 0.7, that's going to give me 66 and a half hours a week. That's my 70% time budget, if you like. I'm going to spend 66 and a half hours on guitar teaching stuff. I'll block the time out in my diary and I'll crack on and do it. Then I'll do the same with the finances for, for every hundred pounds, say, of available marketing spend. 70 pound of that must go on marketing or advertising the guitar business. It's the 70 percent. I'll do the same with any budgets I have for research and development, outside services like graphic design, writing, editing, administration, and the like. So 70% on your core activity. The next thing you want to do is have a 20% activity. This is your jam or your buttercream on your imaginary cake, your second stream activity. Now, it works with the spongy bit, but it's not just more sponge. It's diversified, to use our cake analogy a bit further. This is your second thing. Now, for me, 20% is property. For me, the property stuff is, is mostly passive. I love going out and seeing my tenants. And I love helping solve the problems and have better houses than they could get elsewhere at the same price. I'm good with that. I enjoy it. It's fun. I could go fully automated and have it fully managed for me, but I like the hands-on stuff myself. The great thing about this for me is it adds income. It, my portfolio adds more than an average full-time day job does. But it still has a budget for time. It also has a budget for my energy and my money. It's 20% of, of my playtime. And in which time I've got to check that all the rents have come in and check the banks make sure I'm conducting inspections, that make sure I'm legally compliant, keeping an eye on the repairs, acquiring new units, that's buying more properties, managing the tradespeople, sorting out the finance, all of that stuff. And that has to be 20% of my time in a week. And from a 94 and a half hours, all I've got to do is multiply that by 0.2, that's going to give me 18.9 hours. So I'll call that 19 hours. I've got a 19 hour time budget for my property business. Although that's actually split between my two property businesses because I have a, a partnership between myself and my limited company, which does guitar. That's called straight property partnership because it's straight down the line. It's a very simple thing. And then a second company called purple and free, which is a joint venture company where we have a 50, 50 split of me investing other people's money in property, managing the properties and taking care of everything. 
So that joint venture is, is thrown into the mix as well. But everything's 20%. So if I've got a marketing budget, 20% of that is going to be spent on the property business. And as you can see, that's that's very separate from the guitar teaching business. The idea for me is that if I can't teach for any reason, I have a second income stream coming in. It's pretty simple. And then finally, there's my 10%. Now, for me, this would be the icing on my cake. And what that means for me is this is going to be music. You see, I'm a, I'm a guitar teacher. It's what I do. And if you're teaching guitar every day, you're always going to be creating little tunes, riffs, songs, melodies, etc. as a byproduct of teaching. So every so often I'll come up with a little idea and I'll capture it. I'll just say, record it while I'm in the room. Now, I'm going to make 10% of my time and energy budget and div and make that my tertiary activity, my third activity, my 10% is writing and marketing my compositions. I don't want to be a rock star. I'm not interested in that. But if I can focus enough of my time to turn an idea that comes to me in a couple of minutes into a song that someone else can record, produce, market and promote and tour with and then pay me royalties for the rest of forever on it. I think that's a good investment of my time. Now, I haven't done this in the past because music comes so easy that um, I've always thought I'll get around to it one of these days. So consequently, I've got hundreds of songs and ideas to muck about with. And if I put 10% of my 94 and a half hours working or playtime aside during the week, that's nine, let's call it nine and a half hours. That's a day in the studio. So I finally found that by making this part of the business world that I have, it stopped feeling like goofing off. It feels legitimate to spend the whole day in the studio mucking about with a song that's a problem that's kind of got in the way before now so weirdly turning it into being a part of the business has liberated my creativity because it suddenly feels legitimate to be doing that now i don't know what your third activity is going to be but i figure if i can put something together that i've got 70% model which is very active very face-to-face -face, and then add some passive stuff onto that within that sphere of operations that's cool if I have a diversified 20% that's very passive and that's producing money for me weekly it doesn't matter what goes on in the first one that's an independent activity and now I'm adding the third my 10% activity onto the back of that that's music composition and producing songs to, to a decent demo level that can be recorded by other people. Because I don't want to play rock star. So now I've got three great ideas. Now, the products and the numbers will change for you depending on your circumstances. 
I always say the numbers, tweak them yourselves because not everybody's going to want to live on four and a half hours a day of sleep. I do. I've done it for a long, long time. Occasionally, I'll grab a 20-minute nap during the course of the day. I use this polyphasic sleeping idea. And eventually, you you stop using the, the nap. You just go four and a half hours. That's enough. So I'm taking this basic template and I recommend it to you. You know, if you use it, it can work. If you don't use it, it ain't going to work. Be that as it may, being locked down, being put under house arrest and, and stopped from doing your usual stuff has really pointed out to me and to lots of my friends that having just one income stream means you're very vulnerable. If you have a job, it means you're just a phone call away from not having a job from being laid off or furloughed, which I think is a euphemism for temporarily laid off and possibly permanently getting laid off. So this 70-20-10 model now seems like a really good thing to be pointing out. If you're in a job at the moment, start only 20% now. Add it 1% at a time if you have to, but start. I'm in favour of just going for it and devoting 20% of your available playtime or pay time, if you like, to it. Get it up to speed when it's up and running, then start adding your 10%. It's, it's pretty simple, isn't it, guys? So, for heaven's sake, do yourself a favour. Do it yourself right now. Don't hang around waiting. No waiting. No drama, it's 70, 20, 10, it's a simple deal. Just get on with it, do it, let me know how you get on. Remember, I'm here, I'm listening, because I want to learn from you guys as well as just talk. I am interested in how you make your tutoring and coaching businesses work for you. And, you know, the answers I've got, the answers that work for me, I don't have all the answers, I just got the ones that work for me. And I'm pretty much sitting on a big sack full of cock-ups and screw-ups and mistakes along the way. So let me know what you think and let me know how you got on. If, if you've used this, what's your opinion of the 70-20-10 model? Who did you get it from? Where'd you learn it? Get in touch with me. It's info at neilcambino.com. And remember to pick me up on Twitter where I am at Tutor Podcast. Right, so I've got to go. Hit the subscribe button. You'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live for the Tudor Podcast. And as we wrap up for today, I'm going to ask you to join me next time, where the Tudor Podcast, as always, is still going to be all about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.